It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Bush Stadium in St. Louis, Missouri, where today the Houston Astros open up a three-game series against the St. Louis Cardinals. This is the start of a six-game road trip for the Astros. It will also take them to Cleveland. They're coming off a 5-1 and homestand. It ended with them beating the A's 4-2 on Wednesday. It's Justin Verlander. Allowed an unearned run, struck out 11 over six innings to get the victory. Jose Altuve, three hits, including a two-run homer as the Astros have won seven of their last eight ball games, taking on a Cardinals team that's won five in a row. They just swept a four-game series in Pittsburgh, including a 6-3 to win yesterday over the Pirates. St. Louis has won 11 of their last 13. Astros 66-38, first in the AL West, eight games ahead of Oakland. Cardinals tied with the Cubs atop the National League Central with a record of 55-47. and it's time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Jose Urquidy on the mound for the Astros today making his fourth big league start. Without question, his third big league start last time out Saturday against the Rangers, his best. Yeah, it looked a lot different in his repertoire too. Remember how many change-ups he threw in that mm-hmm. ball game recognizing that the Rangers were having a tough time with that pitch. Six of his nine strikeouts came on that change-up which is kind of remarkable when you think about what that pitch is really designed to do. Uh, But we may see more of it. A.J. Hinch hinted to us a little earlier that the Cardinals do, in fact, struggle with the changeup. So maybe Urquidy stays with that pitch because it was great his last game. Jack Flaherty getting the ball for the St. Louis Cardinals, former first-round pick of theirs, and a 4.24 ERA and 20 starts this year. I don't think that really tells the whole story with Flaherty. It's kind of been up and down, but his last three starts have been magnificent. He feels like he's starting to get... Uh, on more type of a role like he was on last year. He throws hard. He's mid-90s with the fastball and a, a real high whiff percentage on both of his breaking balls. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals and all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, these are two uh, first-place teams. Cardinals tied with the Cubs in the uh, Central, both two games ahead of the Brewers coming into play today. and uh, A big series for, for both of these clubs who, in the Cardinals' case, uh, uh, a lot more. There's a lot less separation between the teams in their division, but both of these teams uh, trying to, to get a little bit more separation from the other teams in, in their their own division. Yeah, that National League Central is going to be cloudy probably uh, uh, all the way to the last week of the season. The Cardinals are just trying to keep their footing, and, and like the Astros are in lookout of, of a starting pitcher, I guess like most teams that are playoff bound. But 
Cardinals are playing really good baseball right now, and you have to look at Paul Goldschmidt, their cleanup hitter who they acquired in the offseason last year. As he gets hot, it looks like their offense will too. But without, a, without a doubt. Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hench on the Manager Show presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from Carlos Correa, activated from the injury list and in the lineup for the Astros today. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that good Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Welcome back to Astro Launch. This is Steve Sparks ahead of the three-game series with the St. Louis Cardinals and A.J. Uh, you get Carlos Correa back, and that's always good news. Get him healthy, and it feels like the band's back together. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It does feel good to get him back. I mean, I think people underestimate the the getting your shortstop back, getting yeah. the middle of the diamond back to square, you know, getting Bregman back to third and Yuli back to first on a regular basis. I think Carlos makes Jose a little bit better up the middle. This is our team. And and while I, I've I've liked having different guys in different different positions, um, Carlos Correa is a middle of the order bat, um, a boost of energy for us, a, a big time run producer and and a very consistent defender at a premium position. So it's um, National League game will change things a little bit. We don't have Alvarez in the lineup, but the lineup is is pretty uh, pretty deep when when we get healthy. I know we've talked about this a few times, AJ, but uh, the casualty of Correa's activation is Tony Kemp gets mm -hmm. DFA'd. That's hard, it, just as a human being, wasn't it? Yeah, these are these are hard conversations, and and I think these are are unique in their own right because these are homegrown guys that we mm -hmm. developed. We we pushed through the minors. They got up here. Um, <clears throat> both he and Whitey had been. You know, with me, my entire tenure here, in, in, in parts of seasons over yeah. the last four or five years, and and Tony Kemp has established himself as a as a as a real active member on our team, both on the field and behind the scenes, and and in the community. And as we started talking about this over the last couple of weeks, it, I think it dulled a little bit of the shock that that moves like this are going to have to be made. I mean, we're we're trying to put our best team forward. We're trying to put the puzzle piece together. Um, the emergence of Alvarez, the return of health, the um, you know just the way our outfield positioning is. Tony Kemp's roster spot came in jeopardy, and and we had the tough conversation with him. He handled it like a pro. His contributions are are, are strong, and yeah. and he's gonna he's gonna find a new home. But um, he left an impression here that that I think fans appreciate, and certainly our team does. Yep. I was gonna ask you. When Springer, Altuve, and Correa were out of the lineup, there's a couple of guys that I was thinking about anyway that uh, shouldered a lot of the load. Bregman and Gurriel's played a mm -hmm. whole lot. Are you going to try to rest them a little bit more? Well, I think getting Diaz back, you know, we quickly we go from not being able to give these guys rest because yeah. we've been banged up to how am I going to get Diaz in the game? How am I going to get Marisnik in the game? Um, you know, how am I going to handle Miles Straw that now he's a, um, you know, a little bit more of a utility player and less of a shortstop? Um, those are all challenges moving forward, but um, those are good problems to have. Those they are, are they, you know, we'll see. We have an off day yesterday. We have another off day on Monday. We have a pretty friendly schedule when it comes to um, when it comes to travel over the next couple of weeks. So, um, 
they may get some time off, but, I, but it'll be more because of, of, of Diaz being on our roster and, and Jake being on our roster. Some of these guys will get a rest. As you prepare for the St. Louis Cardinals, you don't see them very often in the regular season. Does it help at all that you get to see them quite a bit in spring training? Yeah, like 20 times we see them yeah. in the spring. It feels like we play them every single day in the spring. And, yeah. and um, so for me, it's it's important for us to just play our game. I mean, obviously, we've studied them. We've got our advanced team that's that's given us a, uh, you know, a few of their tendencies. We, we saw their pitchers a little bit in the spring. Uh, we know kind of the style of play the Cardinals have historically played. And, and we know this is a fun atmosphere to play in here at, at Bush Stadium. So um, our game is really surrounds us. I mean, we need to play the way we play. We need to put pressure on them. We need to play clean defense, even more so against a team that's emerged. And now we're playing a first place team. When this is on our schedule, you know, we started looking at them a couple weeks ago. They were not factoring into the NL Central near as much as they are now. So um, good team, dangerous players and explosive uh, some explosive home runs in the last couple series and, and some pitchers that know what they're doing. It's funny you say that because I've noticed every time that you're you're facing a team, they're coming in hot. <laughs> you know, it seems like every team yeah. you, fa- you face uh, these days has is, is been coming on in some kind of streak. Yeah, no, that's okay. I yeah. mean, and we try to stop them. I mean, we, they've got to deal with us too. I mean, it's, um, you know, I'm not certain that they anyone looks forward to playing us, whether they're hot or whether they're cold. So I, yeah. I think we come out and and, and, and play our brand and, and, and play the way we know we can play, then we feel like we can beat anybody. When you look at their lineup, do you always know where Goldschmidt is? <laughs> well, lately, because he's, yeah. he's hit, what, four games in a row where he's hit a homer. And, yeah. and, and I think he's, you know, he's been a force in this league for a really long time. He's handling the fastballs in, so we're going to need to stay away from him. This is a bigger ballpark than, he's, than we faced him in, in Arizona. Uh, but yeah, we you know we know where he's at. But he, there's a lot to worry about when you look at, at at the way the top of their order. They've got some free swingers. They've got Fowler who draws a lot of walks. You have Martinez who's you know kind of an exciting um, kind of hacker that yeah. has swings and hits every not just swings at everything, but he hits everything. Yeah. So there's a lot to worry about around Goldschmidt, but. Um, we'll pay close attention as to where we throw to him. Lastly, Jose Urquidy coming off a great start. Uh, the changeup. The changeup, I'm not going to say it came out of nowhere, but that's not supposed to be his best pitch, but it was great. Yeah, his usage was up, and, and he adjusted well. This will be interesting tonight, too. They're not a good changeup hitting team. Their secondary pitches they've not handled. They usually handle the fastball in. That's not something Urquidy does a lot, so unless he makes mistakes, he can. there's some areas in the strike zone that he can – he can go to that his strengths match up with the hitter's weaknesses. We could have another good game tonight, but it will all come down to execution. I think that's that's why we play the game. All right, AJ, good luck. Tonight. Thanks, Sparky. Back with more Astro Lunch right after this. Come join the team. Be a part of the Astros Buddies Club, presented by BBVA Compass. Kids 12 and under can sign up to be a member of the exclusive club. Members get four tickets to select Astros games, a buddy's backpack, socks, and an Astros hat for just $30. Show your Astros pride at home, at school, and at the ballpark. Get your membership today by visiting astros.com buddies. Astros baseball. Take it back. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Carlos Correa returning to the lineup today, activated off the injury list after missing about two months with the rib injury. First of all, congratulations on getting back and good to see your name back in that lineup. Thank you. It's, uh, it's good to be back. Um, I miss the guys. I miss the game and I'm uh, just happy that we get to be back. And I mean, obviously, it's always unfortunate when you get hurt, but really, given the circumstances of your injury away from the field and just seemed like, you know, a unique situation. That just had to make it even worse. Yeah, you know, uh, 
it was it was another injury, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, after it happened, I just focused on what I could control, and that was, you know, try to do my rehab and, and and get healthy and and get back on the field as soon as possible to help my team win games. What took the longest for you to to get back to where you felt comfortable? I felt comfortable in Triple A. Um, mm-hmm. I felt comfortable with my bats. Uh, I felt like I was, you know, hitting the ball well, seeing the ball well. So, you know, I'm, I'm expecting to go out there and just out the gate, just perform and help my team. How long did it take after your injury for you to be able to to swing a bat and 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 do it without restriction? Uh, I'd say like four or five weeks it took for me to swing a bat again. Um, but once I swung, you know, there was no pain, there was no nothing. The, it healed pretty well, um, and now I feel great. Got down at AAA with uh, Round Rock, got to make a few road trips as well, and uh, there's always a tradition of the big league guys getting the post-game spreads for the uh, AAA guys. What, uh, what did you go with while you were down there? Um, I got, like, four spreads. I got Chick-fil-A. I got breakfast. Um, I don't know where the guy got the breakfast from because so we were on the road. I got... Uh, food for the Latin guys from a Latin restaurant down there and uh, I got Chick-fil-A like twice. Well guys I'm sure certainly uh, appreciated that and uh, while you were gone you know those two months how tough was it or was it tough to watch your team and not being being able to contribute? Yeah um, I would say it was tough when we went through through that rough stretch uh, that's when it was tough but you know when they when the guys are playing and they're playing good and they're winning uh, it's always fun to watch and uh, you know I was having a good time watching Julie uh, going off like he did and Altuve uh, getting back it was just it was just a lot of fun. Yeah I mean it's pretty amazing when you look at it. I mean, you, Springer, and Altuve were all out at the same time at one point, and even over the two months you were out, the Astros still played really good baseball. I mean, that really speaks to your teammates and to the depth. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got a lot of depth here, and uh, obviously I spent a couple games in Round Rock, and there's a lot of great players out there too. Uh, and, you know, they, they held it down. They you know they contribute in different ways in order for us to, to stay on top of the division. Now, unfortunately, with... I mean, obviously, great that you're back, but it led to Tony Kemp getting designated for assignment, a guy you played with uh, coming up in the minor leagues. He was second baseman while you were a shortstop, and I know that that's always unfortunate to see that, even though you're happy to be back. Yeah, he's a brother of mine. Uh, we hang out a lot. Uh, he's actually going to be uh, you know, at my wedding. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just sad to see him go, but you know, at the same time, I think it's a better opportunity for him to go with a team where he can play every single day and, and you know, show his talent to, you know, and, and, and prove everybody what he can do. What are you looking most forward to this second half? Second half, just, you know, uh, get back with my teammates right now and play with them again, uh, win a lot of games and, you know, uh, finish with a great prize of winning a World Series again. All right, Carlos Correa, again, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Back with more of Astro Launch right after this. It's Hall of Fame Weekend, presented by Houston Methodist. Friday, August 2nd, all fans will receive a replica Nolan Ryan rainbow shoulder jersey. Saturday, the inaugural Astros Hall of Fame class will be inducted, and 10,000 fans will receive a replica Astros Hall of Fame plaque monument. Get here early Sunday for an alumni home run derby. 10,000 fans will receive a replica Astros Hall of Fame jacket statue. Celebrate history during Hall of Fame Weekend, presented by Houston Methodist. For tickets, visit astros.com. He was born in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he had a chance to play close to home in Cincinnati for many years. He lived just a few blocks from Crosley Field. The Red Star players like Frank Robinson and Veda Pinson used to drive their convertibles through his neighborhood. He got their autographs, and he shagged home runs outside the ballpark with a terrace in left field 
selling them to help his family put food on the table at night. But Jimmy Wynn was not destined to play for the Reds. They made a costly mistake. They failed to protect him on their 40-man roster, and the Houston Colt 45 selected him in the draft in 1962. The speedy outfielder earned the nickname the Toy Cannon in Houston because of his tape measure home runs. He packed a powerful throwing arm on his small 5'10", 160 frame as well. The converted shortstop entered the big leagues in 1963 at age 21. Gene Elston was at the mic for his first major league hit. Nobody out, nobody on base. Bob Lillis, the shortstop, or rather the third baseman, will be up next. Fran checks a sign again now with his catcher, Smokey Burgess. Here's the right-hander's wind-up in the pitch, and Wynn hits a line shot base hit. Left center field. Makes the turn at first now, picked up by Burton, and Wynn is on with his first major league hit. A line shot the left center. By the next season, Wynn was still in the Houston lineup part-time. He provided a memorable finish to the final game at Colt Stadium in the 12th inning. Houston nothing, Los Angeles nothing. Last of the 12th. With two outs, Rusty Staub at second, Bob Aspromati at first. And a one ball, no strike count on Jim Wynn. Arms down again by Paranoski. Pitch on the way. Ground ball, base hit down the left field line. It's all over, and Houston wins one to nothing. Jimmy Wynn is singled over third. And the 45s have taken the ball game one to nothing with Rusty Staub scoring from second base. Bob Bruce is the first one out to grab Wynn. He gives him a big hug. And Bruce has just pitched a 12-inning shutout against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And the 45s, as they started the National League and finish here at Cole Stadium with a win. Another important part of the Toy Cannons game was his speed. He stole home in the Astrodome's first year, June 30th, 1965. He stole 43 bases that year. Infield is dropped back with two outs. Houston leading 5-4. to four. Jimmy went on third. Here comes Wynn all the way on this one now, and it's a steal at home. Jimmy Wynn has stolen home. Well, that's the first one for Wynn. That's the first time in his National League career that he has stolen home, and that is his 15th stolen base of the year, and it's Houston now 6-4. to four. The pitch was high to Ellis, and by the time Haller got the ball down, Jim was in safely with a steal at home. In 1967, back home at Crosley Field, Wynn shocked Lowell Pass and the motorists on Interstate 75. Wynn swings and drives deep into left field. Look at this one go, everybody. Up to the scoreboard. It's over the scoreboard, bouncing up onto the freeway. I can see it up there where those automobiles are going. Look at that drive. You talk about a tape measure shot. That has got to be the longest home run I have ever seen hit in Crosley Field or hit out of it. No question about it. Look at Jimmy Wynn. He ripped 37 long balls that year. Six weeks later, Wynn exploded at cavernous Forbes Field in Pittsburgh with Harry Callis in all. There it goes, deep into center field. Way, way back goes Matty Alou, and that ball is in astro orbit. Oh, did he hit it. To straightaway center field, it is 457 feet, and Wynn hit it over that point. In center field, a three-run home run is 25th of the year. And the little dynamo, the toy cannon, now has 76 runs batted in of the year. What a shot. Over 11 seasons, Wynn blasted 223 homers and stole 180 bases for Houston. This was number 200, 
August 25th, 1972, off Montreal's Mike Marshall. So Daniel with a jump off of first. Here's the pitch to win and a fly ball to left field. It's going to go, I think. It's a home run for win. Number 200. He also drew 847 walks. His 37 home runs in 1967 stood as the club record for 27 years. He was traded to the Dodgers after 1973 and led L.A. to the 1974 World Series. Wynn hit 291 career home runs and had 225 steals. His uniform number 24 was retired in a ceremony in 2005. Jimmy Wynn is a member of the 2019 Astros Hall of Fame inaugural class presented by Houston Methodist. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS.